Welcome to Chewing the Fruit. I'm Jules. And I'm Bex. Join us every other Sunday for rants, pants, and all things big girl pants. Bex, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, I'm trying not to sniff all down the bloody microphone at you. I don't want people turning off because I'm sniffing and panting. But um, apart from that, I'll, I'll put my nose away every time I'm going to sniff. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thankfully not got as much snow up here as you've got. So I hate snow. Like, see all of this, people are like, oh, good, it's snowing. And I'm like, no. Like, sunshine, 22 degrees all the time. None of this snow nonsense. It looks nice from the window, but like... Me trying to walk two dogs in it the other day that are massive that drags me. It's all right when it's snow, but then you know the next day when it's like an ice rink, and then Dougie doesn't give a shit that he's about to break my neck, dragging me down the ice rink. So yeah, I was glad when it started to thaw out yesterday, but yeah, we've been snowed in. Although I didn't mind because I had nothing to do all weekend apart from like sit in the house. The weekend felt days and days long. <laughs> Wandering about your house looking for stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, it's going to be a good one, this, because you obviously had a question on your check-in, didn't you? And it's something that I've been asked and been talking about a lot with my one-to-one clients. Christmas, December. Yeah, so and actually, do you know, I thought I thought the word and the language used in this, so I'm going to actually read the question out, because I thought the language used in it was quite interesting as well. So the question that I got on my check, one of my check-ins was, with it being the festive period, how not to feel guilty about nights out or alcohol or eating out. And do you know, I thought it was the word guilty that I found interesting in it. So obviously a lot of people are navigating Christmas, festive period, parties and all this with their fitness journey. But I thought it was quite interesting that people might actually feel guilt about it. Yeah, I think guilt or like dread, knowing that it's coming up, that's a few of the conversations I've had. I've been saying as part of just my weekly checking to the one-to-one girls, like, how are you feeling? December's here. How does that feel to you? Now, lots of them are managing it well, but a couple are like, oh, I am a bit worried. You know, I've got all these things coming up. I've got a bit of dread about it. I just need to get it out of the way. So it's our job to help people navigate that, isn't it? So they can enjoy this time of year. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, I think you see so many people want to get it out of the way. And I think when it comes to fat loss, there's so much of that that people are like, oh, I just need to get this six months over with. I just need to get Christmas over with. And people are, you're not enjoying what's happening in the moment. And today you're not being mindful with it. And I think I think a lot of that is stealing your joy. Yeah, but I think you're getting a lot of mixed messages, like with everything as well, when we talk about, you know, messaging around fat loss or fitness, whatever it is. I'm seeing a lot of mixed messaging because obviously like coaches are people. So people have their own beliefs, don't they, and views and ways they're presenting information. So I've seen quite a lot of stuff about like low calorie versions of your Christmas favourites or swap this Christmas favourite for this thing, which to me just promotes kind of like diet food. So, you know, if you love a mince pie, and something saying, swap this mince pie at 350 calories for this shitty little biscuit at 100 calories. Well, you're not going to be satisfied, are you? Because it's nothing like the mince pie that you wanted. So my version of that would be like, we'll just have one mince pie. You know, just don't have three. Don't have half a box. Have one. 
But it's mixed messaging because I'm seeing other coaches putting stuff like that out there and there's no wrong or right. I'm just saying it's not how I would present it. And I think it's, I completely agree with you because I think it's a wee bit like, see when you choose, so not all low-calorie options are a bad thing because sometimes it saves you some calories, but... I think a lot of the time, so say, for example, I'm like, oh, I could do, oh, I could really go a packet of crisps. And I'm like, well, I'll have these 59 calorie puffed things and I eat them. And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to have another. And then I'm going to yeah. have another. And I'm like, then I've ate three packets of these crisps that are just flavoured air that I didn't enjoy. And I've probably spent the same amount of calories not enjoying it than if I just had a regular old packet of crisps. And I think sometimes it creates a false economy. That Yeah, because there's loads of stuff, like you say, where it does work. So I was just thinking then, like, for instance, I, I have fat-free cottage cheese, fat-free yoghurt. Yeah. That doesn't taste any different to me. I'm still enjoying it. But then when people put pictures of, like, rice cake stuff, I just look at that and think, oh, diet food, like, not for me at all. I've never enjoyed a rice cake in my life, really. I'd rather just have a sandwich than a load of rice cakes. So I think it's sort of choosing those swaps, isn't it, to make sure that you're not slipping into that diet food, diet mentality of you might as well be eating a bit of cardboard sometimes, might you, if you're not enjoying the food that you eat eating. Right, so you'll, you'll love this. So when I went to Slimming World many, many moons ago, one of their tips was if you fancied a packet of crisps... Now, what's a packet of walkers... 190 calories. So yeah. Right, so 190 calories for a packet of walkers. What they said was instead of having crisps, get a couple of lasagna sheets, soak them in water, sprinkle oh salt on them, and then put them in the oven for a while. And they'll taste just like crisps. So I'm like, Julie did this. And I'm like, okay, lasagna sheets, got them wet, rock salt on them in the oven. Do you know what they tasted like? They tasted like sure. lasagna sheets with rock salt on them, basically. And I'm like, what an absolute waste of lasagna sheets, rock salt, in 20 minutes of my time. How many calories would you be saving, really, to have a few lasagna sheets instead of a packet of crisps? Like, if you had two lasagna sheets, pro- probably not any. Like, it's probably... Bizarre. And it was it was awful. And I just think, it's just, it's just actually, you're, you're causing yourself more grief. Just eat the thing that you want to eat enjoy it and move on i definitely think when it comes to things like this holidays christmas choose your choice because hell is the hallway where you're not having the thing you enjoy but you're not abstaining from it either you're having this halfway between still consuming calories but not enjoying them then making yourself feel guilty choose your choice have the thing that you fancy that one mince pie actually mindfully eat it and be like, whoa, this is amazing. And then just move on. Yeah. If you consume overall way less and you'll feel bloody brilliant about it. Yeah. So choose your luxuries, choose your indulgences. And I think one of my top tips for people has been pausing and deciding whether you want something or whether you're going to eat it because everybody at work keeps bringing loads of stuff around you. So a lot of my girls are teachers and they're saying, the bloody staff room's absolutely piled high with like all these Christmas treats. And I'm like, well, just pause and actually ask yourself, 
do I want this thing and make a choice? If the answer is like, yeah, it's my fave, I absolutely love it, like I really, really want this thing, then have it. If you're like, mm, not really, I'm probably just eating it because it's all around me and everybody else is, then choose not to have it and just save those moments for the things that you're really going to enjoy instead of just eating it because it's around you and everybody is. I think that's good advice for like all times in the year. Like actually think, do you want this thing? Ask yourself, do I want this? And a lot of times it's, well, actually no, it's just there because it's lying in the staff room, I'm going to eat it. Or, or actually I feel a bit stressed or whatever it might be. Ask yourself, and you know what? See if you do want it, just eat it. But then actually mindfully have that wee pause and be like, right, do I actually want this mince pie? And then you're like, I don't really like mince pies. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't you don't have to eat mince pies just because it's Christmas, especially if you don't like them. Like yeah. eat the things that you enjoy. And I think as well, one of my clients said to me, and I thought, yeah, that's a good approach that way. I'm sure some people wouldn't agree. You might not agree. I don't know. She's a teacher and there's always stuff now in the staff room. So she's removing herself and going for a walk at lunchtime. And I thought, mm, I'm sure some coaches would be like, you know, you need to work on your behaviour around the foods or whatever. But she's like, I just don't want the temptation. I don't want to be sat for half an hour staring at a Christmas buffet, constantly asking myself, you know, do I want it? And it is hard, isn't it? It does take willpower. Yeah. So she was saying, so I've just been going for a walk, listening to a pod or whatever at lunchtime, instead of sitting in the staff room surrounded by a buffet. So I said to her, you know, whatever works for you. That's a good way to do it, I think. And I think see if the other option makes you feel better. Like, I feel better if I go out for a walk at lunchtime and actually just take, remove myself from the situation. It's why people that stop drinking don't go out to pubs for a while. Take yourself out of the situation for a little while like it's only a couple yeah. of actually if you're and it's to... not a normal situation is it so like if that person was saying to me every lunchtime i go and remove myself from food i'd be yeah. like right we need to get to grips with this but for that two weeks where it's just like silly season and everyone just around you is just going mental bringing stuff in every day that's not a normal situation to navigate is it people constantly saying yeah do you want a bit of this do you want a bit of that like where especially when you're just starting out changing your behaviours, you might need to remove yourself and go, I'm just going to go for a walk and listen to a pod, remind myself why I'm saying no to some of these things. And that's the thing, like if, say on a Tuesday or Wednesday, somebody was in the staff room that was just naggy and just absolutely did your head in, and you were like, I'm just I'm going to get out for a walk instead of listening to their rubbish chat, people were like, yeah, good idea. It's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah. Just remove yourself from the situation. Why not? Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. So what do you think about um, a message that I've kind of been having with my one-to-one -one girls is, personally, this is how I behave and it's my suggestion to them, based on if they're on board, I don't aim for fat loss in December and it's not something I encourage my clients to do. So I say, why don't we for a couple of weeks just aim for maintenance? Because... To me, that's more of a realistic goal at this time of year. I'm sure not all coaches will say that, and some coaches will still be working with their clients on fat loss. But I'm like, let's work on fat loss the rest of the time, and for this couple of weeks, let's look at habits and behaviours and what we can do that's not a constant pressure to be losing fat as well. Um, so things like, yes, your eating beha behaviours and what you consume might be different, 
But like your training doesn't need to be. Just because it's September, you don't need to take your foot off the gas with workouts or with steps or with doing things to look after yourself. So to me, it's kind of controlling the controllables. And I think when you give yourself permission to say, this isn't a month about fat loss, this is a month about just trying to manage a situation and enjoy it, and then we can get back to it in a couple of weeks. And that's not saying, oh, let's just go mental, let's not worry about it, we'll worry about it in January. That's just saying, well, why don't you allow yourself to eat at maintenance calories and have a little extra mince pie and a little piece of Christmas cake, and that's fine, because our goal doesn't have to be fat loss all the time. And actually, so I worked this out, so... If you've got, not if you've got 31 days in December, you do have 31 days. You do, not an if. So 31 days in December, say you have got a Christmas party night, you have got Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, you've got a meal out with pals, and you've got another social occasion, right? So say you've got these five days, that's still only less than 80% of the month. So actually, you can still be relatively normal like you said you don't have to aim for fat loss just get your steps in eat your fiber eat your protein drink your water do your workouts and actually you'll end the month feeling pretty normal and not over restricted so let yourself have a couple of days that you just enjoy the christmas spirit and don't give yourself any grief about oh i've got to count these calories or oh i've got to do x y and z like actually i feel as if the more you push against it the harder you're making it lean into it a wee bit and actually take those five or six days out the month but enjoy yourself but keep your steps up keep your water up focus on your rest all of those things because they are massive massive factors in how you feel overall and how you're going to feel in january so do all the bad stuff that we talk about all the time add the fiber add the protein add the steps keep adding all the stuff but lean into the fact it's christmas and you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that just ties in to everything we say around like the law of averages. So that scenario you're describing, that's only about 20% of the month yeah. where you just do whatever and eat whatever. Still 80% where you're fully able to manage the situation. So if you're listening to this and this is your sort of first Christmas of really taking your habits and behaviours seriously, what I would say is, compare you now to the version of you who isn't trying. Because usually you'd probably just be like, oh, fuck it, it's December, I'll just have 31 days of just binging and doing what I want and I'll deal with the aftermath in January. That's what a lot of people do. So if you're like working with me or Jules now and you're working on your habits and behaviours, think about where you were last year or where you'd be now if you weren't working on yourself and you were into January. Because you'll definitely be making loads more progress by taking that approach of the law of averages, controlling the controllables. Right, I'm not going to track calories, but I have got a non-negotiable step count that I'll get, whether it's bloody Christmas Eve or whatever. It's like we give ourselves this permission, isn't it, to just fuck everything off. Even the basics, like you said, make you feel really good, like going for a walk and moving. and So you can eat what you want over those days, but... Why can't you work out if you enjoy working out and it's part of your routine? I certainly won't be like just not going to the gym for 10 days between Christmas and New Year because I know I'll feel like absolute shit and I know that I don't need to have time off from that because that makes me feel good and that looks after my health. It's not me doing something that I hate 
that I have to do temporarily. So it's like, well, why would you have 10 days where you just don't move your body? And that's, I think, if you look at workouts that way, I was actually talking about this last night, about how years ago workouts were all about weight loss. And that's why people worked out was for a weight loss goal unless they played a sport. And now I love that so many people see workouts for what they are. It's just a way to make you feel amazing. It builds your confidence. It helps you sleep. It helps your brain function. It helps your mental health. All those things. So I, I definitely think there's been a trend in recent years of people not sacking off workouts when it comes to like December or holidays or whatever, people still keep up their steps. They keep up their workouts because it's things like, oh, my back pain's better. Oh, I yeah. do work so much better. And I'm with a lot of people at Christmas, you'll be able to deal with families and in-laws and relatives a hell of a lot better if you're yeah. training. Well, it's a management strategy for like emotional regulation. So when you're like trapped in with your kids and your family and that, let's be honest, yes, you have like nice moments, but if we take off the rose-tinted specs, I also find it very stressful sometimes being just like, there's not any, I love structure. So sometimes there's like no structure, you know, there's a lot of sitting around, there's people coming visiting you, stuff that like, I don't really enjoy. So being in control of those other things, moving my body and going for walks and working out, that's going to help me manage those situations and regulate my emotions. Then, like, the kids don't drive me up the wall. And do you know something else? I think people need to actually be, like, you just when you said there, take off the rose-tinted specs, be realistic with what December actually is. People have got this impression of as soon as it gets to December, it's free for all. Mm. And it's just going to eat celebrations morning, noon and night. You're not really actually... Have a think about what you are actually doing in December. So in December, three, say three meals a day, 31 days, you've got 93 meals. I'm going to guess pretty much all of your breakfasts are going to be in your house. You might have one breakfast out, but generally you're still going to eat your regular normal breakfast because a lot of the time you're going to be at work or you're going to be in the house. So, well, there you go. There's a third of your meals are just regular anyway. And... The other 62 meals, you're not going to eat out for every lunch and every dinner over December. Probably six or seven at most. So actually, when it comes to meals out, out of 93 meals, you're going to eat six or seven out. And when you go to party nights, how much of those meals are you really eating? Everybody eats their soup and everybody eats their bread roll. And then nobody nobody really eats like the main course and the dessert or you maybe pick it bits of it. But it's not an excessive meal when you're out. So actually out of 93 meals, you've probably got about four that are... And the other question that your lady asked on the check-in, which was around kind of alcohol and nights out, um, I was talking about this last week because I had a big night out with the girls last Friday. And I was saying, it's not the night out that's the problem, right? It isn't. So what does my Friday look like last week? My normal breakfast... My normal dog walk, normal went to the gym because that's just how my Friday looks. Not because I was trying to burn extra calories or whatever. That was just, that's how my, my Friday is quite chill. So it means I can do those things. Then I went out, I went and had my tea with the girls, didn't even think about the calories in it, didn't pick the low calorie option, just had whatever I wanted. I had some cocktails, I had some wine, wasn't really thinking about the calories. And then on the way home, we had the Mackies, right? But I got up the next day, 
had toast and a coffee for my breakfast. Not a big fry up. Not I just had toast and a coffee. Got home and took the dogs for a walk. Yes, I'll be honest, I felt a bit like shit for the first hour I woke up. But then because I just had my toast and went out for a dog walk, it was fine. So Saturday was fairly normal. I wasn't in a calorie deficit on Saturday, but it was normal behaviour. Sunday, straight back to the gym routine, dog walk. That's the problem, isn't it? It's not the fact, let's say you've got a night out every weekend in December. So what? Like one out of seven days. You're still massively above average. The problem is that most people would have gone out Friday and then thought, right, hang, hang over Saturday. I'm just going to give myself free reign to just have what I want, takeaways, not move. Then it would have, like, bloodied over, wouldn't it, into Sunday. So then they go, right, we'll start Monday. So there's the problem that out of the seven days, three of them are spent going, fuck it, I'm hungover. So then it's nearly 50% of your week, isn't it, that you're just bombing it off. Well, it was one night, it's just not going to make or break you. No, and then, but then that comes back to the guilt thing, right? So see, even if you do choose that, going out on the Friday night, massive hangover, fry-ups, takeaways, everything on the Saturday, on the Sunday, you're like, oh, do you know what? Leave it, diet starts on Monday. See if that is the road you choose to take. Choose your choice. And to actually, whatever you decide to do, be okay with it. Because there's mm-hmm. no point choosing that and being like, right, you know what? I'm just right off. I'm just going to go bonkers on Saturday and Sunday, which if that's what you choose to do, fine. But lean into it then. Because there's no point choosing that, consuming the extra calories and then doing your own head in about it. So if you're not going to give yourself peace about it, don't do it. So choose yeah. whatever path you want to take and then realise that you've chosen that path. So lean into it. So there's no point consuming the extra calories plus doing your own head in. If you're going to consume the extra calories, just consume them. That's that's what it is. But don't also do your own head in about it. Yeah. But I guess the choices there, are they've got to be directly correlated to what your goals are. It's like you say, if you lean into it and accept it, and that's absolutely fine. But if your goal is to maintain or to lose fat, be realistic that behaving like that every weekend, you're not doing it. Yeah. And so then that's be- it. You make your choice, don't you? Yeah. And then you'd be like, right, well, I've not got the results or I feel rubbish or my clothes are too tight because that's the choice I decided to make. Yeah. There's no point in making the choice. I'm feeling bad about it because actually you're just, it's a double whammy. Yeah. But like, so in terms of kind of summing it up, approaches to Christmas, the advice that I'm giving is personally, myself and my clients aren't focusing on fat loss at the moment. We are focusing on habits, behaviours, controlling the controllables, and ideally getting into January without feeling like a slug. Because that's what happens in it when you just sit on your ass for 10 days and don't do anything. You feel terrible about yourself. Come on the 2nd of January. So our goal is to go into January feeling energetic, like we've got some good habits and behaviours in place. We've ticked over. Um, maybe not setting goals for that bit between Christmas and New Year, just the non-negotiables of like, I'm going to get my steps in, do a few workouts, see how I get on. Um, so that's my main message for, for people, you know, is that personally I'd be leaving fat loss in an aggressive way if that was your goal of this is my main focus to January. And But like I say, that is just personally how I'm coaching and know not everybody will do that. Yeah, I agree. I think treat December 
like a January warm up. Just move a wee bit, yeah. get a bit warmer, do a few bits here and there, but give yourself no hassle about it. Yeah, and also just to point out, if you're a person who weighs yourself, do know that you you will weigh more at the end of December. Yeah. Like we're all going to weigh more, whether we're gaining fat or not. We're eating higher carb foods. We're drinking alcohol. The food quantity we're consuming is more than usual. You know that your Christmas dinner is three days worth of food. Like, you're going to be heavier on the scales. So I think it's about understanding why you're being realistic as well, that nobody's dropping pounds on the scales in Christmas week. It's not happening. No, absolutely not. But, yeah, I think lean into it. Life is for living, but be mindful and aware with your choices because you're making the choices. So whatever choice you decide to make, lean into that. And do you know what? It's like you say, it's not the time for fat loss. It's the time for building those habits of maintenance. And actually, December is probably where you build your best lifestyle, long-term habits. That if you not go way off, in December, but also realise that you're not going to be dialed right in. December's your middle of the road, like live your life. And you can you can actually build some unbelievably good habits in December by flipping your mindset into it is what it is for this next couple of well, weeks. Well imagine if you can build a level of consistency at a time when most people just bomb everything off, really you're bulletproof. Yeah. Going into January when we've all got like fuck all to do, everybody's skin, there's no social events, all you've got to do really is like go to the gym. So imagine if you build those little consistent habits now. It's like you literally are bulletproof then for the rest of the year when other stuff comes up that's nowhere near as social as December is. It is so true though, because I know we say this all the time and coaches say this all the time, but if you can build in habits at the busy time, You've absolutely set yourself up for success. If you wait until nothing's on, you're not going anywhere to start something, you're just going to bomb off again as soon as you get busy. Start when you're at your busiest because then actually everything else is easier. Uh, Yeah. Here, here. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed that one. Hopefully we'll just be able to send this out as a link to anyone who's having a bit of a wobble about December. Yes, exactly. But it's... All part of the plan, but we would love to hear how you are planning to handle December. So reach out to us on social media and let us know how you are approaching Christmas. Bex, it's been amazing to chat with you and I will speak to you very soon. Bye.